You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Oneofus.net and all of the shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to oneofus.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. <sighs> this is your fault, Davey. You just had to want to review this garbage ass movie. When we when we watched the trailer, we watched the trailer for Breakfast Pub. Justin found this thing and he put it on there, and I thought, oh, this will be like a fun, trashy, bad movie that we can enjoy and kind of laugh at. And you know, it, it'll, it's going to be dumb, but at least it'll be like fun, dumb, right? No, no, not at all. He said, oh, I'm going to review this. I'm like, wait, no one else is joining? Well, I feel bad. You know, maybe he's right. Maybe he sees something that I didn't see. No, no. This, this, oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck did we watch? <sighs> this, a lot of these Netflix movies are terrible, especially when they try and do, like, horrors or thrillers. Yeah, 100%. I'm not going to say this is the worst one I've seen because I'm sure if someone wants to go through the fucking back catalog of intern episodes, then... They'll find something worse, but this is this is the worst one to memory. Like, I, it's, it's it's this is so bad. <laughs> but I say, let's introduce ourselves first. My name right. is Alan. You've probably heard me on, you know, Breakfast Club, like we said a couple days ago. Been all over Screener Squad, like Final Days of Gotham, Final Days of uh, Game of Thrones. Check that out if you want to hear us ranting about it and all sorts of movies all over Screener Squad. But I'm not here to review this garbage alone. I'm here with the man who caused all this. Davey, introduce yourself. I don't want to be known on this website as the guy who caused Secret Obsession because th- this movie had a director and a writer, I think. So, like, those people are more responsible for this. No, nah, no, nah, you, you're taking full responsibility on this. But a quick, Fuck. <laughs> but you, a quick synopsis. My name's, yeah. my name's Davey. You can find me on the Secret Obsession cast where we rewatch Secret Obsession over and over again and review it constantly until the world explodes. <laughs> weekly, weekly review of Secret Obsession. Yeah. Uh, but yes but what this movie's about is yes jennifer played by brenda song she gets uh, hit by a car start of the movie she's trying to run away from someone that's trying to harm her loses all of her memories but then luckily her husband walks in and says hey i'm your husband i'm gonna help i'm gonna be there to recover you i'm going to help you with your memories and all that stuff they go home and then as she's spending more and more time with this person she's like wait Things aren't adding up. You're saying things that don't make sense. And she's starting to get memories that don't make sense. Like, so maybe she, this isn't my husband. Maybe I'm in trouble. Not that Yeah, Brent, she, was like, yeah. she was like, wait, what's the title of this movie? Secret Obsession? Oh, no, you're a bad guy. It, it takes her up a, a ton of fucking, you know, obvious clues to maybe this guy's kind of an asshole. <laughs> Yeah, and the husband is played by is played by Mike Vogel, who you know, like the old kind of like hackney joke at this point to say that Logan Marshall Green is discount Tom Hardy. Yeah, this guy is discount Logan Marshall Green. Oh, it's going down. So this discount. is discount discount Tom Hardy we got going on here. Yeah, because the only thing that Mike Vogel there is that I, I I recognize it from was that shitty uh, Stephen King adaptation Under the Dome. And it was oh right, trash. that's yeah. where I remember him from. Because oh, that show looked, was yeah. so bad. And the thing about this, like, right right off the bat, it's like, okay, we're not fucking fooling everybody. Like, the trailer gives it the fuck away immediately. Yeah. The, the movie th- is, again, the movie is called Secret Obsession. It would have been more subtle if they had just called it, hey, the husband's a bad guy. <laughs> that would have been a more interesting, because the thing about this movie is, 
it almost like it understands what it wants because like yeah like we said it's like hey there's some crazy stuff happening it may or may not be your husband and as it goes on you get more and more evidence but i think a much more interesting situation would have been is if they because they they almost were playing it like by ear like oh yeah yeah the audience knows this guy's kind of bad but he's acting everything properly he's actually doing everything right so you're almost like well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I maybe the trailer was bad. I literally almost wrote down, "Hey, maybe this trailer was bad because this movie is okay so far." Because yeah, it almost plays like like you were supposed to watch the trailer and see the title and be like, "Oh, he's a bad guy," but he's doing all this nice stuff. And yeah, you start to think like, "Did this movie pull a fast one on me and like yeah. actually be kind of okay?" And no, it just <laughs> for some reason was like thirty minutes in, it was like, "Oh, oh, we forgot to put a bunch of clues in there." Oh no! No, we're too subtle. Shit! Shit. Uh, 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 crank it up. He's out abuser. What? (laughs) What the fuck was that? Because at one point, the the police, you know, the detective, he's like, "Huh, things aren't adding up. Let me try to investigate. Let me bring in Con." And I'm, I'm, but I'm not kidding. Literally, this guy, Mr. Con, sits down. Dun dun dun. I'm just like, what the fuck is this movie doing? They're trying to like basically pull a red herring and be like, hey, maybe this guy was like some sort of hitman, and he's the one that went after her because she's an accountant, right? Which means she probably saw some like fucking files or or paper or money laundering, and it's like they're trying to go down that route. But the movie, it's like, it, it, it I don't know. The movie thought it was too smart. So it tries to dumb it down for the audience by going as obvious as humanly possible. Which is the most hilarious and presumptuous thing I've seen from a movie in a long, long time. The fact that this fucking movie is like, oh, we're we're too clever for the general Netflix viewing audience. So like, let's let's pump the brakes here real quick and and try and talk down to the little guys. Like, you're a movie starring Brenda fucking Song. Yeah, this is a lower career move than when she was in the social network. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, yeah, at least she was, at least she was uh, inches away from greatness there. Oh God, any fucking way. <laughs> I, I'm responsible for that one. <laughs> if you haven't seen oh. the social network in a while, London Tipton, London Tipton goes down on Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. He, I, I don't, for some reason, Dave is obsessed with this. Listen to I find, I find this fact. Channel. I find because I was 12 when the social network came out. And I was like oh really God. into like, like uh, like Sweet Life of Zack and Cody and stuff. And I was like, oh, I want to go, but I wanted to start watching grown up movies. So I was like, oh, I'll go see this like grown up prestige drama because it happens to be PG thirteen. So my mom took me to see it, and fucking one of the icons of my childhood is just going down on on fucking Andrew Garfield. Blew it's my mind. for life. I was like, what is happening here? Jesus Christ. Yeah. But, but back to the actual movie at hand, it yeah, because yeah, at first it's like hey, you know, she's recovering in the hospital, she she can't really figure out what's going on, so they give her the mind game, they just do typical stuff, and this is where the movie immediately hits a is a ground with me because the detective is investigating all this BS, but she's healing in the hospital, and either she's Wolverine, or the detective is really bad at his job, because it's showing a time skip. But he's also looks like he's just been investigating this for like a two days. But she's clearly been in the hospital for at least a, like two and a half weeks because it keeps cutting to her wounds healing like really well. And it's like, how much time passed? The movie doesn't care. Okay, move on. So yeah, after she's healing and doing all the memory stuff and slowly regaining some stuff, she, yeah, that's when they take her home. And it's like, okay, this is kind of a normal movie. Everything's kind of going well. He's a nice person. He's trying his best. And then it's like, yeah. Immediately when he starts kind of looking at this con dude, he follows him. He's like, oh, he's thinking he's the killer. Let's, they're going to fight. 
immediately just murders the dude. Like, without even a fucking second thought. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, no, this is the movie. We're not even going to bother anymore. Yeah. We're not going to bother with anything the anymore. The movie just gives up. Before, like, it, like, we're talking about this first act like it's something, like, really good. It's not. It's passable at best. No, it's subpar. It, it, again, it thinks it's yeah, smarter right. than the audience that's watching it is and feels the need to dumb it down in case you didn't get it. And there is but so I'm, much But I'm saying, like, it's it's sub it's subpar to passable for, like, the first 30 minutes. And sure. you're like, all right, sure. And then it just gets, so, like, w- this isn't a movie that starts out great and then goes to shit. It's a movie that starts out at sure and then goes way worse i want to make that very clear (laughs) like literally the 40 minute mark like right as soon as that dude dies and he becomes an abuser where he's like oh he's trying to grab her leg in bed he's like wait i'm your husband i was there by you the whole time through all the recovery and yada yada i should get to me like oh god and she for some fucking yeah (laughs) yeah he's like i i deserve this i've been there for you the whole time and it look and it feels like she has been in like the movie has taken place over like a week and a half. Yeah. Like, like this movie, this movie has no sense of time whatsoever. It's either been three days or several months. It yeah, is unclear. Nowhere in between. And at that point, the movie just starts. It, it feels like it literally just starts unraveling everything because all the questions you're you're, you're wondering, the movie asks them. Like the thing is like, well, how did, did anyone identify her? No, the the husband identified her. Well, how did you know it was the husband? Did he have ID? No, he just came in with a photo. And you're like, are you fucking serious right now? He came in with a photo and a pro- and a pose. I know the tattoo. I'm sure anyone that went to the beach with her knows that fucking tattoo. At this goddamn point, it doesn't seem yeah, to be he- an indication of relation. He might as well have walked up and said, "Hello, my name is husband. Can I see wife, please?" Honestly, you might as well, because every single thing. And it's like, so yeah, remember that guy killed earlier in the movie? Well, buries him in the lawn. It might as well have a fucking sign that says, do not disturb dead guy. Because just look at that going, are you are you serious? She's just staring at it like, oh, he, that's some nice petunias he posted next to that dead fucking body. Like, like, are you not questioning any of the shit that's going on around you right now? Yeah, and the movie tries to pull this like rear window kind of stuff with... Her, because she saw some of the injuries, like, she can't totally, she can't totally walk. She kind of hobbles everywhere. Sure. And it's just, everything about it is so lazy and overthought, and it's, uh, everything about this movie is so painfully obvious. You're like, yep, she's got to find a way to be stuck in the house. They have no phone signals. Like, they they have no cell phone signal. Uh, no one can reach them. They're in a house in the middle of nowhere. Nearest neighbor is a mile away, and she can't walk. Like, it's just a checklist. Yeah, it's like random cabin in the woods. Like, I'll almost give you no internet. Maybe you just got to the place, and the cable guy didn't show up. But no reception? It's like, okay, how the fuck do you plan to contact the outside world? Like, Yeah, because this movie doesn't work unless you at some level believe that the husband is good and And every single thing in the movie from the marketing to the movie itself is pointing at him saying oh look at this bad motherfucker he's gonna do something evil and you're like the movie the twist quote unquote is impossible as the movie stands yeah and it's like it's one of those things where it's like again in the first 30 minutes 
when she goes, well, wait, I have friends, right? Yeah, yeah, you have tons of friends. Well, can I call them? Sure, that sounds like a great idea. Like, okay, that sounds like something, you know, someone would say, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. We'll do it tomorrow. You know, it's late. Yeah, that's a normal, responsible statement. Of course, we'll call your friends. We're going to get the phone fixed, all that stuff. And and again, it's almost like this movie was trying to basically like, you're. it's, it's trying to play like you're not sure until it doesn't feel like going anywhere. And then... Yeah, because it never because it never commits to any of the like good husband moments. He like he says that, and then she just forgets that she ever asked. Because he's like, oh yeah, like our friends are in Hawaii right now, but like they'll call when they get back. If as much time has passed as the movie implies, like shouldn't they have gotten back? Shouldn't she follow up? Maybe she should. Maybe she deserves a fake murder husband. Maybe she's just that stupid. Like I get your memories are gone, but you're also just not the. Not the brightest bulb in the drawer, lady. Yeah, yeah, because, the again, they try to use the whole memory thing as a way to basically, like, explain why she doesn't know shit. But then she gets too much knowledge as the movie fucking goes on. Like, at one point, when she's trying to guess the dude's password by guessing her fucking name or variations of her name, I'm like, why would you know that could possibly be the fucking password? Or at one fucking point, when uh, she's able to pick locks out of fucking nowhere, and it's like, what the fuck did you do? Like, this movie just needs her to get past any lock, Georgia, to continue the fucking plot, so it's like... It just selectively gives her whatever skills she needs to get past the next sequence. But then she doesn't ask any questions for any of the shit going on. And it's like, you you clearly can drive. Just get the keys and fucking leave. Yeah, at some points in the movie, she is... I mean, she's practically, like, like brain dead. Like, she yeah. has no agency. And then at other points, she's doing, like just a step below like spy work in terms of like trying to get everything handled it's like this this character has no consistency and brenda song plays the like oh i'm afraid part fine but she's not a good enough actress to make this character even remotely believable at least mike vogel has a consistently punchable face (laughs) so you can imagine him as the kind of guy who would pull this shit you just kind of look at him and you're like yeah you might be saying nice things but man i just i hate you that's the thing. I had to disagree with that. I think that Brenda Song was playing the kind of, like... I guess she was playing her character from Sweet Life, where she's kind of clueless, but it works because she doesn't have the memory. Mike Vogel doesn't seem... He always... Like, again, I, I maybe because I watch the dome a lot, and he's always, like, the shiny hero in armor. He always feels like he's playing somewhat of a nice guy. And in this, it's like they're trying so hard to be like, no, this guy's a creep. It's like, no, he seems like a really down-to-earth guy. If they end up getting Tom Hardy, uh, like a junior, or Tom, discount Tom Hardy from Upgrade, he probably could have played it better because you could almost see him kind of a creep. Like Mike well, Yeah, because also Logan Marshall Green's like a way better actor. I don't know. Something uh-huh. about Mike Vogel, even back to Under the Dome, I never fully trusted him. I was like, oh, you have something... Something stupid up your sleeve. True, but it never felt nefarious. It always felt like he was just kind of at the wrong place at the wrong time. But this movie wants you to feel nefarious. This movie wants you to be like, oh, no, no, this guy is so bad. Just look at him. Like, he looks like a normal dude. That's like telling me Brad Pitt is like, you know, a bad guy. You're like, really? I will say I've never trusted Brad Pitt. I see him in a movie and I go, oh, I don't like you, man. But that's a person. It was before your time. But I I know who Brad Pitt is. Do you? Yes. He was a Mr. and Mrs. Smith and nothing oh, else. No. <laughs> oh, no. Jeez. Okay, you're going into your final thoughts now to make everyone forget about that statement. That was, hey, that was a funny joke. Shut up. No, it uh, wasn't. Yes, it was. Uh, this movie is atrocious. <laughs> I hate this movie so much. I, And I do feel legitimately bad, both for me and for you and for everyone on the planet that has to live in a world where this movie exists because <laughs> it is... 
so vapid and lifeless and poorly done that I don't... It, it's one of those movies that makes me feel bad about being a person that likes movies. <laughs> there are a lot... There have been many worse movies this year, but I don't know if there's been a movie this year that has been made with such little care. And that is one of the worst things that a movie can be. It's not incompetent or offensive it's just it is just apathetic and i think that is a really upsetting thing for a movie to be and i think that that deserves to be forgotten to the sands of time which luckily it's a netflix movie and netflix doesn't know how to advertise for shit so (laughs) this movie will get lost to the sands of time and that is the only saving grace that i can think of right now i give I almost called this movie The Perfection. <laughs> I give, which is also a bad movie, but yeah. not as bad as this. Uh, I give Secret Obsession two out of ten times that a guy in a flashback almost looked like Link from Rhett and Link. Oh my god, yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so as far as my, as far as my final thoughts for this uh, film... It's just one of the ones where it's like, yeah, within the first 30 minutes, you're like, oh, this could be something. This could be an interesting uh, kind of idea because like, hey, the movie's trying to tell you or the trailer tries to tell you, hey, this guy's a, this guy's a bad guy. But the first 30 minutes of the movie is like, wait, maybe this guy isn't. Maybe the, the, the trailer is almost trying to pull one over on me and he's actually the good guy. And that was just maybe a badly cut trailer or something that was trying to do something like give a red herring. But then uh, like 30, 40 minutes in, it just immediately drops that and and becomes just this most particular movie. So all those questions you have, it just collapses upon itself. All the stupid questions like, how the hell did the, the hospital know it was his husband? Why is there no fucking ID? Why is not that? All those questions get asked, completely forgotten about, and it's like the movie doesn't even fucking care anymore. It thinks it's smarter than it is, so when it tries to dumb it down, it just collapses it, and it's like, I don't even want to see that both these actors deserve better material because honestly, I like Sweet Life back Zack and Cody, but like I wouldn't sit there and claim that's a fucking her pinnacle of acting. And I think the, anyone by virtue of being a person deserves better material than this. True, but like I've seen Under the Dome and this is just on par with how bad that show is. So it's like yeah, I don't need fair. like this is a movie that feels like it shouldn't have existed. There's nothing that's interesting from it. You gain nothing from watching it. It's it's really too long for its own good because there's so many scenes of padding. So as far as my rating, I gotta give this like two uh, really convenient bobby pins out of ten. <laughs> yeah, it's a movie where the only interesting ideas come up because of its own incompetence as a film pretty much yeah. uh, God, I hate this what a lovely body in the garden i think i'll investigate that never <laughs> yeah i'll investigate that in again like either 48 hours or 18 years depending on how time works in this movie they had a baby who knew? <laughs> yeah they might as who knows in, in in one scene they might as well have just shown up with a baby because who cares <laughs> Yes. Did, you, Who, did you ever uh, see Did you ever see that movie Before I Go to Sleep with Nicole Kidman? No, I've not. <laughs> it's from uh, 2014. It's also not good, but it is a hell of a lot better than this, and it is basically the exact same movie. So if you want to watch a slightly better acted version of this, just go watch that movie that nobody remembers. Just like this movie. Yeah. 